Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Hoot Hobbs Show. I am your host, Hoot Hobbs. With me, as always, Mr. BT, Brennan Torres. What up? And it has been a fortnight since we've last recorded. It's been a minute, that's for sure. I mean, it feels like it's been, gosh, a month. Yeah. How long has it been? It's actually only been two weeks. For real? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's only been two weeks. Uh, so, no show the past couple weeks. Um, first time, we were plagued with lots of hardware issues like yeah. with technical difficulties and you guys may still notice that the stream has been down and yeah. we're, we're still experiencing some of those technical difficulties but we're still able to bring you this show sure yeah like the three people listening are like man we appreciate it uh <laughs> i don't know uh okay so so there's been a lot of things happened since uh the last time we <laughs> met um i'm sure politically speaking there's tons I haven't paid attention to any of it. Yeah. So uh, let's just go with the things that I do know about. I know that college football started. Okay. Woo pig. We're starting 2-0. and Kicking names and taking ass. That's right. Yeah. He's, I tell you what, man. If we're going to talk about, like, bumper pool, best linebacker I've seen since Joe Montana. So. Joe Montana. Yeah. I said Joe Montana. I was like, he's an actor. That's worse. Anyway. Uh Okay, so I, I, I know I, I gave you the premise of this, but I didn't get into any details. So on uh, opening Saturday for college football, college game day, they were in South Bend, I think. Or, no, I don't know. Oh, no, 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 no. They were in uh, – uh, they're at Ohio State. Anyway, it doesn't oh, yeah, matter. Yeah, yeah. It, it really doesn't matter. What it comes down to this is, you know, college game day, they sometimes will have a celebrity guest come on for the entirety of the show. Well, opening weekend for college football, they decided to have none other than uh, the uh, Jack Harlow. Uh, you yeah, know. not even Ohio native, Kentucky nah. native, right? Yeah, Louisville, Kentucky, not anywhere close to Ohio. But anyway... Uh, so they have Jack Harlow on there. That's not even the weird part, okay? You, you uh, haven't got to it yet? Yeah. Like, when I see it, I was like, Jack, oh, Jack cool. Harlow interacting with Lee Corso is not enough? Bro, that's weird. That was weird. That's a part of what I'm talking about. That was so weird. Like, I, I'm going to get to it. Let's put a pin in it because I'm going to get to it. All right. What I'm going to say is this. Jack Harlow, whenever I first saw him, I was like, hey, okay, that's cool. That's Jack Harlow. Sweet. All right. I like, you know. Uh, What's popping? Yeah, what's popping? Because uh, it's a brand new whip just hopped. I don't know. Anyway, uh, they start making their picks like they do. You know, they go through all the games of the day. You know, who you got, who you got, who you got. Jack Harlow proceeds to incorrectly choose every game. And that, once again, what, you know what's bad? That's not the worst part. Oh, my God. His reasoning has, has he ever for seen his a football his, before? Oh no, dude! I don't think he has. This kid showed up and straight like, look, man. If I'm a celebrity, and and I'm not even a sports figure, I'm a rapper, or we'll say an artist. How about that? And then the, I, I get asked, or like someone's like, "Hey, we're gonna put you on college game day opening weekend." Gilly's don't you a think a study <laughs> session before? Yeah, right? Don't you think I'm gonna be like, oh? Boy, I'd better learn about touch passes and and yeah. somebody uh, coach me up before I go on the air, right? Yeah, no, they're asking to make his picks, bro. And like he was okay. I remember the Arkansas Cincinnati one because it was the most ridiculous pick Cincinnati. Yeah, yes. And his reasoning, like he pretty much said, "Ah, uh, you know what? I don't know anything about football, so Cincinnati." He goes, 
I knew a girl in Cincinnati once, liked her, well, pick Cincinnati. I was like, you're a well, you're a dumb, stupid idiot. Well, I don't wanna, <laughs> I don't want to bury our demographic here, but <laughs> Has he ever met a girl from Arkansas? Maybe not. Maybe not. Maybe, maybe not. not. But like we, <laughs> as far as making a prediction on television, <laughs> on a football, yeah, on television, exactly. On national television. Yeah, on national television. And then like I don't know, it was like Louisville versus, I, I don't know, I don't even remember who Louisville played, but they were not winning that game. And he's like Louisville all day. <laughs> I was like, get out of here, you idiot. Well, it's like Shaquille O'Neal whenever he does the NCAA yeah, bracket. I, LSU you, wins. Every yeah, time. exactly. Well, and, you know, honestly, with Jack Harlow being from Louisville, yeah, everyone but knows was, you're going to lose. You better pick Louisville. But it was all of the other predictions yeah, that it, were just Yeah, it, it capped it all off. Like, okay, so now getting to this. Lee starts calling him, like, pretty much calling him stupid on air for, like, the duration of this segment. And he's like, my friend, let me tell you, I don't agree with you because I think that's a silly way of making yeah, silly instead of stupid. <laughs> yeah, and I was like, uh, all right. <laughs> it's like you're the old man that puts on like uh, the gator mask. Yeah, I mean, come yeah, on. He, he always you're puts on the mask. People looking head. stupid. Yeah, and that's become a staple for him, though. You know what I'm saying? Like everyone it's expects not stupid. Lee. That's yeah. in a like Home Depot commercial. Yeah. Hey, if it's stupid and it works, is it actually stupid? Uh, but Jack Harlow, stupid. <laughs> God dang! I, I'm telling you, that's all I could think the whole time is like. Why would his image consultant not say, hey, Jack, you know anything about football? Nah. I'm- oh, here. All right, man. Look, here's the deal. Here's everyone who's going to be playing yeah. that day. These are the picks I'd make. And here is a very short, like, three-word reason why. Yeah. You know, one sentence on reason why. He, I would have done it for him, man. He just went on there like, and looked bet. like a sucker, man. Bet. I'm going to go on there. I'm going to wing it. <laughs> yeah, it's like, thanks, bro. Picking the loo. I bet, God damn. The Motley Lou. <laughs> Vanderbilt all day. Yeah, all day. But in what? Is it a math spelling decathlon? Me? What are we talking about? A spelling bee? It's an academic decathlon. Like, well, Vanderbilt's probably got it. It's like, yo, I've, I've seen Miami before. I'm going to go with them. And I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> you got to treat him like a child. Why are you out of your seat? Go sit down. Here's the juice, Jack. Go sit yeah, down. Go sit down, man. So that brings me to my next point about Jack Harlow, since I'm just going to sit here and rip on him. Um, yeah, I'm just going to say it. Last album, the entire album, that's just ass. The whole thing's terrible. Um, yeah, I liked First Class when I first heard it, because I thought it was cool. He got the yeah. Glamorous sample, and yeah, it had Fergie yeah. in it, and I All liked right. Glamorous, so I was like, this is yeah. dope. And then and, you started to realize, didn't you? And then I started listening to it, and I'm like, this is one of his weaker songs. It's okay. Maybe there's more on the album, you know, a deep cut. <laughs> yeah, right, right. And then there was never really a deep cut. It kind of just felt similar to whenever we reviewed Drake's new album. Yeah. You put one song on, you can't tell if you're listening to track two or if you're listening yeah, to right. track ten. I, yeah, yeah. You whatever. can't tell. Boop, 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 boop. <laughs> That's what the whole thing sounds like with Drake. <laughs> and the same flow on all the yeah. songs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, diversify. Anyway, um, yeah, so I guess I'm done uh, picking on Jack Harlow, but I, I just think that I think that we're getting a little bit carried away with how we include, like, the celebrity class in everything. Like, if I wanted to hear sports analysis um, from a from someone who's not a sports yeah. analyst, you, yeah. you know, 
give me someone who's played the sport, you know, or but, even someone who follows the sport, like cares about it and has taken but, enough time to know what they're talking well, but about. But the problem you know? is, you, you can't bring them on as celebrity guests because the SEC network's already brought them on with Marty and McGee. They're just like sports fanatics that were like, man, the SEC is awesome. And they're like, we're going to give y'all a show. That's it. Yeah. And they're like, all right. Of course, we'll, then again, Marty we'll burn, and McGee. We'll burn everybody out on your opinions within a week, and that way we yeah. don't want to hear from you ever again. <laughs> yeah. Ah, uh, man, I'll tell you. Like, I really did. When Marty and McGee first, like, started up, I really liked that that show because, I, you know, it was all SEC stuff. So I was like, yeah, this is a cool little show, man. And, like, within two weeks, I was like, I ah, just, like, you guys are much better on, like, your advertisements. <laughs> yeah, better. you're a lot better courtside. Um, so this just popped up in my news feed here. The question of the article, the I guess the article title is a question, but okay. the question is, is Jack Harlow lyricist of the year? Question mark. <laughs> well, hey. He was nominated for lyricist of the year at the 2022 BET Hip Hop Awards. What? Yes. Okay, I could have understood like the VH1 Hip Hop Awards because that's all like... Although people are upset about it because other nominees include Baby Keem, Benny the Butcher, Drake, J. Cole, Jay-Z, and Kenny Lamar. I was about to say, I had two right there. J. Cole and Kendrick Lamar. Why is Jack Harlow in a conversation whenever it's with J. Cole and Kendrick Lamar? I'm sorry. I think Kendrick Lamar is the best uh, lyricist out and there right have now. Have you had an opportunity? And to Jay take Cole's a, fantastic too. Yeah. Right? Have you had an opportunity to take a look at that uh, new music video that he's released for one of the songs off of his album? The one with the deep fake or uh, that, no? That no, was it's the. A, it's a different one. Uh, the heart part five or something. What it like is that. is you remember the song on Eminem's album Kim, where it was like spoken word. It's telling a story, but it's an argument and a conversation. Yeah. And he's doing the parts. Well, Kendrick did a similar thing where there's this uh, protagonist and an antagonist having an argument with each other. It's him and a woman, and it's all done in rap because everybody's verses rhyme, yeah. but it tells a story and paints a picture, and it's beautiful. You listen to it, you feel the fight. You feel what they're into. Yeah. You feel all of that. Well, he made a music video for this, and they completely redid the vocals along while filming the music video and it is incredible it's spot on it's like it takes place in one room and it's a couple fighting and arguing but it's so well done and it's yeah. just everything about it is impressive and the fact that they took the time <laughs> him and this actress took the time to re-record verse for verse everything that they did and it still sounds like it yeah. did on that album pretty incredible stuff i highly recommend taking a look I, at it because kendrick lamar probably is gonna a, win a grammy yeah i say kendrick lamar is an artist all the way around like i, I don't even see kendrick lamar as a rapper He's just he's just an artist, um, and and you know I, I might be uh, fanboying over him a little bit, but I, that's just my opinion. Yeah, it's just it's one of those things that fascinates me whenever you get a work of art where he puts so much of himself into it, yeah. devotes so much time, and does it so well, and then you have someone who has crossed over into the pop main mainstream like Jack Harlow. Yeah, with all due respect to Jack Harlow and his bars. He does have some great bars out there. And some sure, yeah. Songs. I mean, say he's got some cold yeah, take, stuff out there. Take, no, take nothing away from that, but for him to be in the same conversation as those other people yeah. named on that list, including Drake, well, I'm surprised Drake is on that list. Yeah, because Drake's last album was... Ta- beep, was boop, booty. Boop, boop. That's all I can hear is that episode of SpongeBob where they do the techno music. Yeah. It's crazy. Well, just for the record, the article right underneath it does say, the painful mediocrity, mediocrity of white boy rap. Oh. J- Jack Harlow. Oh. 
Well, so that one's probably oh, cooking him. Oh, that's a story for another day. Oh, that one, that one hurt. Yeah, it hurt so bad. Like, listen, first off, as a as a representative of, the, of white people, I'll tell you that our raps are at best mediocre at times. But we have provided the world, and by we, I'm talking whites. <laughs> We uh, on behalf of the white delegation. <laughs> yeah, oh my, we want Eminem. <laughs> Black delegation want Eminem. No, wait, just a minute, Rondell. <laughs> that was the best. That, that was, that so was one of the best skits Chappelle ever did. Yeah, the Tiger Woods. <laughs> and uh, the Asian delegation getting Wu-Tang. the Wu Tang. Yeah, that was good. It was all. It was all well done and funny. Funny yeah. as heck. It had, I was uh, back when you were allowed to laugh at funny stuff. Yeah, and it had Bill Burr in it before he blew up. And got yeah, that's true. I, you know, he was all over the Chappelle show. Yeah, he was on like almost every episode. He of was Chappelle's one show. of the writers on the show. So yeah, of course, he him was. and Neil Brennan. Brennan. Neil yeah. Brennan. Yeah. yeah, they were both right, and I thought that was hilarious. But I remember the. Uh, I never even knew who Bill Burr was. And then after, you know, he blows up, I went back and was watching Chappelle's show and is like, I'll have a Sam Jackson. I was like, that's Bill Burr. Yeah. <laughs> have you seen, uh, you need to check it out sometime. I know we're getting off subject, but you know what? That's, listen, if you guys haven't figured out that we're going to get off subject by now, y'all, I don't know. Just keep listening to the show. You'll forget about it and listen again next yeah, week. You'll, you'll hop in the conversation <laughs> with us. You'll forget what the hell we're talking about, too. Yeah, that's right. But anyway, have you seen on like Instagram Reels? I'm sure it's on TikTok, too, but I haven't looked. I just look on, you know me. I'm, I learned about TikTok two weeks later on Reels. Um, but the name of the page is Country Club Adjacent. And they do the back off challenge, and they've done it with John Daly, oh, with yeah. Charles Barkley. Yeah. They've done the church sessions at the about, live yeah. tournaments and all this kind of stuff. There's they, some good ones. Yeah, they actually they like follow the live tournament in the U.S. Whenever like they've gone to the live tournament Boston, and there was another one I think. But they have a chirp gallery, so they just walk around like ripping on people the whole in their time. Back swings. So yeah. Well, that's in the back them. off. Yeah, the back off challenge. So they did the back off challenge with Bill Burr, and. That's a tough situation because Bill Burr, that's not the dude, like, what are you going to try to do, like, outwit Bill Burr? Well, it's like the game releasing the Black Slim Shady. It's like, why you even try? <laughs> yeah, why did you why do you that? Why you even try? <laughs> yeah. But it was so funny that as soon as they started on him, like, he would, he just wouldn't let him. He was like, are you guys going to start? Huh? All right, hold on. Oh, did you wait till I get my backswing? And then he'd stop that. Do you, you guys say you have a podcast? Is you guys are in podcasting right now? No kidding. What's it called? No, I might download it. I mean, I'm not going to download it. <laughs> I was like, man. So Bill just goes off and roasts them. And it, it, I don't know. It's just, you, you know how it is. Billy Burr is a funny dude. Yeah. I, I, if I recall, I saw the video there. He was also like, your podcast, you can download it? Yeah, like on the yeah, internet? Yeah, like it's on the internet. Like I can just download it anytime. Oh my gosh. <laughs> of course, you know, it's hard whenever you're, you're messing with, uh, a world famous podcaster. I mean, you know, I mean, I understand he's a world famous comedian, but it, you know, by the transitive property, he's a world famous podcaster. Yeah, I mean, uh, it, everyone he, loves the what is it Monday morning special? The Monday morning podcast. Monday morning podcast, and it's always been the Monday morning podcast, and it's literally Bill talking into like his iPhone. That's all it is, just him sitting there and going through news and responding to emails and stuff that he gets. And he is so funny that he does it just spontaneous. Talk about hashtag goals. Yeah. Well, see, that's my whole thing is I, if we could get listeners to start like emailing us questions or whatever, I mean, I don't know. Do I need to talk about more serious stuff for you guys to take me serious? I mean, 
Ask me whatever you want to, like anything. You can ask yeah, me, like, what something. do you think's wrong with my horse's eye? I'll be like, I don't know. Send me a picture of it, and I'll Google it, and you know, we'll see if we can figure this out. If you not, know, we'll at least make fun of it. <laughs> I promise. I have horses, too. I make fun of them all the time. Uh, you know, and I'd make fun of you for being a sucker like me and owning a money pit like a horse. Uh, so, I don't know. Seems like it'd be more fun if we could interact, and and I think it could keep things a little fresher too. Because you know, like we've always talked about, we don't really want to get into all the politics and the, you know, I understand there's a lot of drama involved, which means there's a lot of there's a lot of draw to it. And I yeah. get it. I you know I'm the same way. Hey, I love Maury too. I love drama. It's, it, it is what it is. That's the human way. But like, man. There ain't nothing but hurt feelings for you down that road. No. You know what I'm saying? Especially like like me and you. We see th- the world, politically speaking, th- very, very yeah. differently. We just view it differently. Exactly. So it's like, but what am I going to do? Get mad at you because you don't see things my way? What, what are you going to do? Get mad at me because I don't see things? Then we're not friends. No, yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's just like, I don't see it that way. Okay. All right. Well, anyway. So, uh, you know, yeah. you want to go bowling? Like, yeah, why would I want to go bowling? One thing we can all agree on is that bowling is a disgusting hobby. You stick your finger in some dirty holes Hey yo! <laughs> uh, you you got to wear other these, people's shoes. Yeah, other people's moist shoes that they just spray down with Lysol. Ew! <laughs> yeah, so they never dry. And I don't know any. What even got us here? I don't even I, know. <laughs> you were just uh, look. Jack Harlow's a punk who doesn't know anything about football. All right, that's how we got. That's how we got here. <laughs> no, I. You're right. The whole point of this show was us to have an escape from all of that BS that you're talking about. Yeah, you and know, we get on here and we can we can occasionally meander into the political or sure. the serious. But we always try to bring it back home because you and I, we've always got along the best because of our dark sense of humor. Sure. So we kind of always bring it back around. Yeah. And then at the end of the day, if you can't have a laugh about it, what is the point of having the conversation? That's it. That's it. it, it like, as look in the mirror. If that person in the mirror isn't worth laughing at, he ain't worth laughing with either. That's the way I, I, that's the way I look at it. Don't take yourself too seriously. Don't take anything too seriously. Just relax. Take a deep breath. Whew, let it all out. And then you can pick a fight with whoever you want. Just yeah, know that anytime. <laughs> Remember, stay stay petty. Yeah, I would say stay toxic. That is the people are like, I don't know how to follow this show. They gotta pick a theme. Yeah, they, like they sometimes say, they're they all say about peace and love, love and positivity, and then the next minute they're telling us to go stab their neighbor. I don't understand. <laughs> yeah. Well, well uh, you know, I think that's the point though. That's the whole point right there is a dark sense of humor. Everything, everything can be a joke, and not everything should be. No. Most things that I think are funny are actually not. Yeah, and a lot of things we joke about we probably shouldn't joke about. It's true that. However. Yeah, however, I've been doing it for the past 33 years, so I guess I'm going to keep doing it, you know? I mean, I didn't think that I would get invested in a show about a freaking uh, Welsh football club. Oh, oh, the one the okay. Welcome to Wrexham. Yeah, okay. I have seen it. it's about the football club that they actually bought. Yes, they actually okay, bought. Yeah, I have not watched it yet. It I've heard it's really great. Really great, and it is so fascinating to yeah. see the the hoops that you have to jump through in order to maintain a football club in mediocrity because Wrexham, while it has this history of being as old as it is and all of the lineage. Yeah, sure. It's it's been a mediocre club for for a very long time. 20, 30 years now at least. Yeah. It's been a minute since there's been any real relevancy to them. Sure. Which brings me to the question that I was gonna originally ask here. Okay. Going into sports, 
What do you think of relegation? I love the concept of relegation in football, and I wish American sports would adopt it. I think it would keep these franchises on their toes. Okay, so let's pretend that I don't know what relegation okay. is. <laughs> well, that's kind of what I wanted to check here. Relegation okay. is in, in professional football in the biggest leagues, you have different leagues and divisions. Like, think of it as a pyramid. Sure. Well, you have the top where you have your Manchester United's and your sure. Chelsea's. Well, then you have tiers going down, which would be like the equivalent to our minor league teams. Sure. So what happens when you play, the worst teams at the bottom – can end up in relegation and get kicked out of the league and forced to go down to the lesser league. And the teams at the top of the lesser league have worked their way up to be able to play into the top professional so league. I, okay, now that you have explained this, allow me to answer your question. I love the idea. Okay, and that's hard for me to say if we're going to talk about professional sports for a minute. That's hard for me to say that I really do support this because I am a Dallas Cowboys fan. Mm. But if we'd be relegated by now. <laughs> yeah, we we like we wouldn't even have a team. Like we'd be playing uh, like Ramsey Junior High. Uh, you know what I'm saying? The Red Raiders would be playing in Texas Stadium. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I'd be like. What is happening? Like what, what happened here? It's like, no, uh, the Cowboys got moved down. Too many losing seasons. Yeah. So you brought A&M up to the <laughs> – yeah, College Station has it going on. Jimbo's already got a professional program. He pays all of his players. It's like, don't, don't worry about it. Once the, once the Eagles get here, it'll be a wash anyway. Yeah, it's all going to just come out in a wash anyway. It doesn't matter. The NFC East will all be down here except for, like, Green Bay. Uh uh, okay, so, so so to answer your question, yeah, I think it's great because I think it, it adds a um, I think it adds an extra initiative. You know what I'm saying? Because professional players, you start seeing certain professional players. I'm not going to mention any names yet, but you know they. You can <sighs> trying to figure out how to word this. Excuse me. They might like winning. But they don't hate losing. You know what I mean? Like, I still get my check. So, like, I mean, win or lose, I'm still going to get my check. It is what yeah. it is. Yeah. But that kind of takes away from the whole competition of sports. It's like, it's not enough to like winning. Hell, everyone likes winning. But not everyone hates losing. You know what That's I mean? True. Like, there, there are some there people are who are like, people ah, that you are, know, it's just a loss. Yeah, they're content to ride the pine, to sit the bench, and just collect that paycheck. Hey, I've got or this. Or just play. It's like Do you the, see this uniform? This it's, is nice. It's similar to the people who go to work and just punch a clock and sit there and don't work for yeah, a living. They just punch absolutely. the clock. It's the, it's, the same, it's the same thing. It's just on a professional level. Yeah. But I fully agree with you. Like if baseball, for instance, like what if the Tampa Bay Rays were just ass for three or four years and they got kicked out of the of Major League Baseball and they have and to, had go to go to AAA. Triple A. Yeah. Well, then you replace that Triple A team with someone from the Triple A who has Bro, earned it. Don't even that in, in that universe, the Savannah Bananas could make it to the majors, and I want yes. in on that yes. life. Yes. That's the that's the fascinating thing about English football is that's how that works. Yes. I love it. They're all connected in that sense, and they all play so each other. So that would mean you would see like G League teams that could cycle up to the to the NBA. Yes. yes. If the Windy City Bulls were better than the worst basketball team and the worst basketball team in the NBA, like the Clippers, let's say the Clippers suck for like three or four years and they weren't drawing a crowd. That doesn't seem like such a stretch, but okay. Why, yeah. why do you pick the Clippers? Yeah, yeah. Just, just, just Let's just say it's a team at like, yeah, at random. At it was random. Like, like the 
Pistons, okay? <laughs> We're just going to say the Pistons, you know. But, uh, but yeah, if they lose so much that they have to then get sent down a tier, there's sure. also a lot that's associated with getting kicked out and going down, and you have to work your way back up to, to be promoted again. Yeah. But I think it would keep a lot of these franchises more mindful. Yeah. Of not just sitting there and collecting a paycheck like it appears that Dallas has been doing for a while. Or yeah, well, see, and that's, that's actually something I was about to touch on, but I'm, I'm going to stick a pin in that for just a second. Um, I, I also like the fact that it, uh, it, it encourages player development too. You know what I'm saying? Like, for instance, if that's the way things were, then you know Steve Kerr is sitting pretty right now going, no, 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 no. Hey, we're, we're good, we're good. we got a good team here. This is what we're going to do. You know what I mean? But you have, uh, instead of doing all those crazy trades like what we see every year, if you're actually fighting to keep your team in the league, I, I think that inspires uh, investing a little more effort into, into players, you know? And, yeah, that's kind of where the... Because con- players would, you know, give in more turn, effort give, into Give the more effort in that. Yeah, and there's always the potential that no matter where you are at yeah. on whatever professional league or level... You have the potential, if you and your teammates play well enough, to make it to the grandest stage of them all and win a championship. Yeah. You just have to get your shit together. Yeah. So. I think it's a great concept. Uh, yeah, I understand I, I why we don't, because we are the United States of America. We are a capitalist society. These are professional businesses. Sure, these sure. are contracts. These are paid athletes, and I understand all of these things associated with it. But I think there is something to say about the competitive nature of having promotion and relegation yeah. in your leagues. And I think it could also open up a wide multiverse of leagues, especially for, for professional football. Because we do have arena football. We do yeah, have XFL. Uh, XFL. Yeah. And we have other semi-pro leagues, but we only have one true professional league yeah. that people care about in this country. Yeah, that's true. But if we linked them all together and used them like a minor league system, yeah. except well, still on the professional scale yeah but see that's the whole thing is like because in our country minor league baseball is very popular like minor league like minor leaguers get paid and they get paid pretty well you know i mean they're not making these huge numbers like you're seeing in the majors but you know they're not getting they're not getting juan soto money okay i don't know if anyone's getting that juan soto cash but anyway uh, but you know they're getting paid because it is popular. I love going to Northwest Arkansas to a Naturals game. Yeah. That's a Kansas City Royals farm team. Yeah, um, it's fantastic. It's a Triple A ball team or a Double A ball team. Double A ball team. But uh, yeah, that's uh, the perfect example. Like, yeah. what if the Royals started sucking it up and the Naturals and the Naturals were doing really well? You could have a situation where the Naturals would be, then become the yeah. the main club. Yeah, and it so, would be Arvest Ballpark up in Rogers would uh, get a brand new facelift. And get a huge boom. The economy would get yeah. a huge boom. People that were Royals fans would probably flock to the Naturals just well, because yeah. of the history. I was say, and can you imagine having to do the shoulder patch swap? Yeah. They have to. They they take their Royals patches off and the Royals put on Naturals. Oh my gosh! Yeah, that would be so fantastic. I think it's a concept that nobody's really kicking around here in the states, but it's. Hey, well, just for the record, if it starts getting kicked around, remember you heard it here first at the Hoot Hob Show. Mister BT coming in with some hot takes. But whenever I was uh, paying attention to that, because I've heard about relegation in the past, sure. just being uh, you know around listening to how English Premier League football works. 
which I do not. So it was like, uh, that is fascinating. But after watching the documentary and getting sucked into this uh, television show, yeah. that is, again, fantastic. Can't recommend enough. Yeah, I'll, uh, I'll definitely le- check it out. Learn more about this uh, football club and how important these teams are to these cities. Yeah. Well, by that same token, who's to say that the Naturals could not become that important to that Northwest Arkansas yeah. region to where that is where everybody in Northwest Arkansas is a Naturals fan. Just mm-hmm. you born born and raised. Yeah. So I think it's a beautiful concept. It can open up a whole world of new athletes having a new opportunities that may have never been got, uh, given an opportunity to have that light shined on them. Yeah. So I like it. I think it's cool. And you're right. If it does ever happen, you heard it here first. That's right. That's right. BT with the hot takes. All right, so um, let's talk football. Let's talk American football. Okay. The Arkansas the only Razorbacks. That matters. Yeah, that's right. Arkansas Razorbacks two and zero on the season with a conference win uh, against South Carolina. Spencer Rattler got his cheeks clapped, and that was fantastic. Uh, that dude, bro. I'm telling you, he's look, man. That cat's all all hype. He's uh he was very, all high. He very into himself as well. Yeah, and that's why it's so easy to hate on him. Um, and you know, I know what you're thinking. Hey, he's just a boy. He's just a little old boy. <laughs> I know that's what I'm saying too. He's just a little old boy amongst men out there. Anyway, um, and Spencer Rather, get at me. Come on. Uh, anyway, we beat Cincinnati. Uh, first game of the year, Cincinnati. You know, I, I heard all the stuff. So of course, Arkansas beat them. Cincinnati. They lost every bit of their talent. I'm like. Calm down. They didn't have that much last year either. They made it to the playoffs because they played three teams that were as good as junior high teams. That and those were the best teams they played last year. It's fine. And they got lost out in the playoffs, didn't they? Yes. Anyway, so they came to Arkansas. What did I do? I called. Uh, I called my shot, didn't I? Call a win. You did. I'm pretty sure I called a win on every game, but you know, I, I I've, I've positioned two losses in there somewhere. You did. It was. Uh... The LSU? No, it was the Auburn game. Yeah, it was Auburn at Auburn, and I went ahead and said Bama. And but I, I'm here to tell you right now, I Bama think Bama ain't be, scary anymore. No, well, no. After Texas, after that oh my Texas game, gosh, Bama not that, scary no. anymore. Well, and that was my whole thing is I I already told you that I felt like we'd beat Bama, but we have a tendency to choke against Bama. So, I, I'll, yeah, under I, the big spots, but I'm here KJ, to tell you, man. There's KJ a chance we can do stepping it up this. Hey, season. KJ Jefferson is is. Man, I, he's made like okay in the uh, South Carolina game. Excuse me. No, it was in the Cincinnati game. I didn't get to watch. I had to listen to the South Carolina game. I didn't get to watch. I was in Texas last weekend, and believe me, we were watching Texas battle Alabama, and it was a battle to see who wanted to lose worse. It was terrible. Anyway, uh, so is in the Cincinnati game. Like I saw a few like first game jitters mistakes that KJ made. And I was like, well, you know, that's kind of what he has, has a tendency to do. He makes poor decisions at times. Most of the time he's our guy, but you know, he, he, he can force yeah, the ball he in can, some bad situations. Yeah. Well, you know, from all the highlights I saw South Carolina, he just looked good the whole game. No, no real problems with, you know, bad decisions. You know, I mean, everybody, every quarterback makes a bad decision every game, you know what I'm saying? But nothing crazy. And so I'm just uh, I'm ready for uh, I'm ready for the return of Bobby Petrino. Uh, he'll be coming in tomorrow night to Fayetteville. It'll be his homecoming game. And Walmart's handing out uh, neck braces to the student y- section. Yeah. So 
Student stay, sections, stay, stay apparently. Cla- stay classy, Fayetteville. Yeah. So Fayette Chill up there, old Fayetteville. What the student section? Uh, there will be props used, uh, blonde wigs, neck braces, and apparently blow up dolls. No doubt. Uh, <laughs> he said no doubt. Oh, no doubt, no doubt. Here you go, Bobby. This is for you, dog. Um, you know, I, I got to be honest with you. His personal stuff aside, much respect to Coach Petrino. Yeah, uh, for everything he accomplished on yeah, the football field absolutely, itself. Much absolutely. Respect. We, we like having some fun, but now, that's because Coach Petrino hated everyone, so it's okay for us to and, hate him. And there's that little thing that he did kind of get out of town and get away from the whole situation that he was using uh, school funds to pay for a woman <laughs> that he was having an affair with. So yeah. There are little things like that. So I say... He's free game. Yeah, he's fair game. Absolutely. He kind of did it to himself. Yeah, absolutely. I'm just saying respect to you for what you did do at our program. But, we appreciate that. Yeah, but you but like, it, you can't take away the things that he accomplished as a coach. Th- that's all I'm getting. But yeah, oh, he's fair game. Absolutely. Tear him to pieces. I, hey, stay toxic, okay? That's that's good stuff. Um, be sure to love each other and stay positive. <laughs> just be there for each other. Oh man, people are like, I don't know, man. <laughs> like, are they bipolar? <laughs> okay, so I gotta, I gotta kind of go down this road for a minute. So something I've discovered doing that I have, I, I can't, I don't even know if I can explain to you the simplicity of how much fun I have at work now with my uh, employee and, and good friend Austin. Uh, because like I just mess with him all day, like I, I and like listen. Homie's been to the joint, all right. Like yeah. he's, and, and he ain't a small guy. And we've told the backstory before. It's back there in our archive. It, Give it a listen. It's worth. Yeah, listen. yeah, yeah. Seriously, yeah, yeah. Because that's a that's a very inspiring story. Anyway, um, so and, and, and he still hits the weights every day. I and mean, this dude's a monster. You know what I'm saying? And he could throttle me, no problem. So that's why I'm glad he has a sense of humor. But I mess with him all day, every day. I just pick at him and and just mess with him. So now what I've discovered is what's even more fun is I'll just barely pick on him for just a couple minutes. And then I'll start narrating what I believe is going through his head. And he just starts laughing so hard cuz he's like I was thinking that. I was just thinking I was like, I know you are cuz like yesterday he we were putting together a gate and he I'm talking just barely did not have two pieces of metal flush. It just had enough of a lip on it. I was like, we got to break it off. He's like, what? I said, we have to break it loose. I have to get it flush. Yeah, it has to. And he goes, all right. And as soon as he said, all right, I go, man, hey, I, I looked up at another guy I got working for me. Uh, he just started this week. I looked at him and go, that's what I'm talking about, dude. This ain't going to make no difference at all, man. I can't believe he's going to have me break this loose. And Austin just starts laughing. I go, because that's exactly what you were thinking. He's like, well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I say, yeah. I said, believe it or not, it'll make a difference, bro. It really will. Yeah. I said, I, I promise I'm not just picking at you this time. But I And plus you're making him better at what he does as well. Yeah. But he he does enjoy getting the laugh out of it because I'll mess with him. He'll walk by and I'll, I, I ain't going to lie, I smack him on the butt or whatever. And then I'll be like, man, that's what I'm talking about, dude. He plays too much, bro. He's always doing that stuff, man. I, I don't like being touched like that. And he just turned around and looked at me. He's like, man, it's like you can actually hear me. I said, I can. I can hear everything you're thinking. <laughs> So I'm pretty sure he thinks I'm telepathic. but <laughs> Probably. Or, or bipolar. <laughs> or both. Teleport. Telepolar? Telepolar. I was about to say teleporter, but 
That wouldn't have. I'm a biporter. <laughs> biporter. I don't know. Does that make me like LGBT? <laughs> oh, you need to leave. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, you need to leave. Uh, where were we at? Oh yeah, football. Uh, Bobby Petrino. Bobby Petrino. Yeah, so he's bringing uh, the Missouri State uh, Grizzlies, I think, or it might just be Bears. Uh, either way, it's some kind of bear. Kodiaks, maybe. Black Bears, I don't know. They're going to be here, though, uh, tomorrow and 6 o'clock uh, you know, in Fayetteville, and they're going to get their cheeks clapped. It's and, uh, only a story because he's their coach. Honestly, yeah, other absolutely. than that, this is no different than any other time that the Razorbacks have paid this team to come exactly. to Fayetteville exactly. to get whooped. So uh, thank you for bringing up the fact that smaller schools get paid to come to big... I'm looking at the camera as if it's on. Uh, sorry, I got used to it. Um, they pay the smaller schools to come up, and basically, you know, honestly, they basically get paid to come up, get throttled by a bigger school as a, as a tune-up game, and, you know, the school makes a lot of money. Walk away the, with a paycheck. Yeah, exactly, and everyone's happy. Well... That's usually the way it works. But see, there's been too much money being thrown around, I think, in certain areas of the world. Not just certain areas of the world, but maybe certain areas of the states. Not just the states, maybe certain areas of Texas. Not just certain areas of Texas, about certain areas of College Station. <laughs> Jimbo Fisher, best team that money can buy, and pays <laughs> $1.6 million to App State. To come to College Station and clap them cheeks. I was like, oh, my God. And, dude, there was a whole list of upsets last week. Yeah, there were other teams that that happened as well. Yeah, Georgia Southern won uh, against uh, an SEC team. I don't remember which one. Uh, Man, I don't know. There was like three or four. But, yeah, A&M. A&M. Oh, wow. That was... I got to be honest with you, dude. I'm just going to go ahead and come out and say it. Unless we get cheated at Auburn, I can't say it. I'm not going to say it. That's just going to be a jinx. I'm not saying not it. You're not going to do it yet? No, 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 no. You're no. not going to get that cocky no, yet? I can't because, like, I'm not superstitious about anything except for sports. And if I say it, then I will. I'm not, I'm, I'm not, going, I'm not going down in history, in history as the guy who ruined this season. I'm just not going to be the jinx. No, can't. Um, so we'll move past that form of football, and we'll talk about a weaker form of football. I'm talking about the Dallas Cowboys. Um, season opener against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Hurtful but true. Yeah. Oh, God. Well, here's the deal. I will say this. Honestly, I do have a positive thing to say about the Cowboys uh, for week one. I, what I, is that? The, the damn game is over? Uh, well, okay, fine. Two positive things. <laughs> First off, the game's over. Second is, look, up until the fourth quarter, where they were just so wore out, they couldn't stand up anymore. Defense looked pretty pretty strong. They held Tampa Bay to to field goals. You know, yeah, that's uh, saying something. You, you know, I mean, it could have been better, sure, but offense. I said this to my wife the other night, and my wife, listen, my wife knows the type of support and love I have for this stupid, stupid team and their worthless, stupid quarterback. Okay, because Dak Prescott. My wife will tell you a story of how at 9.15, two minutes before my daughter was born in 2016, I was watching the Dallas Cowboys beat the Minnesota Vikings. Okay? Okay. I have so much support for Dak Prescott because of that season. I have still held on to his rookie season. Like, that's it. And here's the the deal. We, But here's the problem, bro. We have pretty good seasons. 
Like if you yeah, look, if you at, look records, at the records, we have pretty good seasons. The problem is the games we win are still ugly, and, and then and no matter what, opponents. yeah, uh, yeah, we're in the NFC East. Okay, we're gonna play some winnable games and we're gonna lose them. Um, but here's the problem I see: we can't make it past. And please hear what I'm saying: we can't make it past our first round of playoffs. Because I, I said this the other day, and someone was like, you made it to the second round last year. I was like, yeah, because we had a good season. We got a bye through the first round. And then we like, here's our first playoff game. Oh, all right, we lost. There we go. It's, and look, I've tried. I can't go to another team. I, no. I can't. I'm, I'm, I, look, man, I'm deep. I don't want si- to. Yeah, I'm deep six invested with this. Yeah. So until the day I'm in the grave, I'm a Cowboys fan. That sucks because – they suck. <laughs> could be worse. You could be a Commanders fan. Oh, or an Eagles fan. Those people are just Lions fans. Garbage. <laughs> Those are trash people. They're water trash. <laughs> hey, if you're an Eagles fan, please understand it's nothing personal. It's all football. I, you know, you as a person probably good. Well, unless you're from Philly, then you're probably still water trash. But you threw batteries at Santa Claus. Yeah, you throw batteries at people. You're not good. Okay. Um, Philly gets a bad rap until they uh, celebrate the fact that they have all this violent, bad <laughs> yeah. rap, bad reputation. Yeah. They embrace it. Yeah, they they're like, hey, hey, yo, get out of here. Anyway, um, so I guess uh, Cowboys suck. We hope for maybe a better – who knows? Maybe Cooper Rush will lead us to the bowl. <laughs> I sincerely doubt it unless it's a toilet bowl. Uh, but you know, Dak's you out think, for what six to eight. Yeah, he's he's out for a That's while, it. and plus, it doesn't really matter when he returns at that point if you're not doing well. And yeah. the time it would take him to get back in the swing of things, oh. they're not going to be contending for playoff. No, well, that I, I I got sidetracked. The whole point of me giving the elaborate thing of this my support for this team and this quarterback is I was telling my wife the other night I was like, we got to get a new quarterback. I was like, I love Dak Prescott, I really do. I think he's great, but he can't stay healthy, and. And now, See, even I'm, before he got hurt, it, like on the opener. Yeah. Now, you guys have to understand. Please, I am. I'm a realist. I understand he's not that great. I'm just talking about in my heart. I, he's my guy. We went you know through this with Romo. Yeah, Romo had uh, he a was good overachie- They're overachievers. Truthfully, if you want yeah. to get down to it, they're overachievers. Yeah, but whenever they're great, they're as. As great, great as, as anyone can be. It's fantastic. It's incredible to see. It's a just. An unbelievable story. I mean, Jack yeah. is from what Mississippi State. Yeah, he wasn't even really highly recruited by anybody, yeah. and here he is, the quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys, yeah, a, a franchise player, the face. You know, so yeah, it's a remarkable story. It's just, it's, it feels like this continually happens to us as Dallas Cowboys. We fans. get emotionally attached to somebody, and, and we, we stop have a, caring about winning. We have we a couple. Ha- we stop of good hating seasons. losing. Yeah, we have a couple of good seasons where we don't miss the playoffs because people forget about the playoff drought. Yeah, but. Yeah, and then there's the playoff win drought. Yeah. Where they've made the playoffs, they just couldn't win a game. Yeah, that's where we've been for uh, at least six years. Yeah, it's just it just continues to keep happening to the Dallas Cowboys, and I don't know what's going to have to change other than ownership that can really be a catalyst to make some change in the direction the team is going. Look, man, if it, changes right now, own, if it changes ownership, it's going to go from Jerry to Steven. Yeah, it's worth too much money. They'll never yeah, sell it. They'll, they'll never let it go because it is. Even look, the Cowboys 
are in the grand scheme of like championships. We haven't been a winning team in almost 30 years. It's Aren't been they, 26 they're, years. They're either the second or the third most valuable franchise in the world. I yeah, I'm going to say, but that's the whole like thing. like the Yankees, the Lakers, and then there's and the Cowboys. Dallas Cowboys. Yeah, because those three are considered to be kind of America's teams. Yeah. You know, you think basketball, you know, if you say basketball to someone in Eastern Europe, they're going to say Los Angeles Lakers. You know, baseball is probably going to be New York Yankees. Well, the thing is, is... And now it, there's such a backlash against the Dallas Cowboys and so many haters across the entire country. And on the internet, y'all hateful ass. Are they America's team anymore, or has that been overtaken by the Green Bay Packers or the Boo, Pittsburgh Steelers? No, John Wick and the Green Bay Packers. Hey, look, okay, fine. Cameron Poe and the Green Bay Packers. I said put the bunny down. He looks like Nick Cage and Con Air. Bro, what's, I think what's he's finally cut he's his back, hair. But. He's back where he always is, first couple of weeks, looking disappointed, walking up and down those sidelines, but he'll turn it on. I, I know, and it's like, I don't understand. Like, is Aaron Rodgers, like, bro, I don't know. First off, with the way this dude looks, he's leaning into whatever meme they're trying to make out of him. Uh, number Whether it's John Wick or Cameron Poe, I don't know, but... Um, but yeah, the past few years, John Poe, John Poe, yeah, Cameron Wick, <laughs> uh, John Malkovich just needs to be hang out with him all the time. <laughs> anyway, um, you know, but I mean, he, he for the past several years he's done this. He starts the season like he just doesn't want to be there. Like he doesn't want to have anything to do with football, with the Green Bay Packers, anything. He talks smack about wanting to trade in the offseason or retire. He can't make up his mind. And then, you know, about the third, fourth game of the season, he's like, I'm Green Bay to the day I die. And he then they end up going through the playoffs and usually losing the ch- NFC championship game. Or, or he looks longingly at the Raiders' sideline and sees the wide receiver that he really wants. Who's that? Javante. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Javante Adams. Yeah, he's so jealous. He hated the fact that he left. And I honestly am surprised that that happened because he told them, keep him. He is their franchise quarterback that they bend over backwards for and have since the day they shipped old Fabry out of there. Yeah. That Fabry. Uh, I don't. I don't understand why you just wouldn't open up the pocketbook and get that receiver. That could have made all the difference. But whatever. (laughs) As long as they lose, I'm happy. (laughs) You know, it's one of those things. Like, I I know what it takes to make Green Bay win. I certainly wouldn't tell them. Jeez, but no, I don't know. Like, it's the same thing. Like with the Amari Cooper thing. Like getting rid of Amari Cooper. Everyone's like. Like me, myself included. I was like, "Ah, I don't like this. I don't like this. But I understood to free up cap space. Whatever. But then you see that first game of the season, and Dak can't connect with CD like more than twice. Uh, Zeke Elliott is he is he existent at all? Like I got news for you. If if I'm in charge it's been of a few years since, he's well, been that's relevant. what I'm saying. He's not relevant. Like, and if it's me, if I'm the coach, and I understand that Mike McCarthy doesn't get to make all the calls, but if I'm the coach, Tony Pollard, that's my starting running back. Tony Pollard's a workhorse, dude. I think the only thing that McCarthy gets to decide is if they're going to Whataburger or not after the game. Yeah, when to call timeout, maybe. Maybe. I don't maybe. even think he gets that. He le- he leaves a lot of it to his coordinators to actually manage well, but, the game-to-game. I say, but that's that's a sign of a good head coach, though. I'm talking about the booth up top who's telling him what to do. That's that's a broad... It, like, look, I'm not saying Mike McCarthy is the answer for the Cowboys, but I think he's a much better option than Jason Carrot. That's right. I said carrot, not Garrett. <laughs> Ginger. Anyway, 
Oh, ginger. I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry. Uh, that's funny. <laughs> uh, that, see, that's highbrow. Or is it lowbrow? Either way, I got friends, and they might be in low places. Couldn't say the word for word, though, because, you know. Demonetize. Yeah. I, I don't need them demonetizing me, then I'd owe money. <laughs> they got no money to give Come them. Come on, me undies. Yeah, for real, man. I'm wearing your joints right now, bro. We'll cut an ad. We'll cut a promo right now. Do you want buttery soft underwear that has a pouch for your nuts? Go with me undies. You sick and tired of Hanes and Fruit of Loom cupping <laughs> all up in <laughs> all up in your business like that? <laughs> yeah, we'll probably have to cut out these ads, but well. but oh well. Um, that's good. So uh, getting off of uh, football and sports in general, um, I know that I'm about, I think, like 12 years late, but I have officially started watching season one of Game of Thrones. Uh, I was one of the... Yeah, I know. I know. I know. But like, look... It's a great way to wrap up the show. <laughs> yeah, I'm 12 years behind on this show. But what I'm going to tell you is this. I, I am one of those people who had never once in my life ever seen a single episode of Game of Thrones. Okay, I've never watched it. It wasn't anything like, I ain't gonna watch that. I, I, I just didn't have HBO for the longest time. And then by the time I finally got it, I was like, I'm like 18 seasons behind. I'm like, like, I don't want to jump into that. Yeah. So my wife comes home the other day. And I like shows like that, like period uh, piece shows like that, like The Last Kingdom and even uh, there was one, that, uh, Vikings. Yeah. Uh, you know, I like stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, this has got a little like Lord of the Rings and yeah, you know, it, mystical it's, it's stuff. It's more fantastical, yeah. yeah. There's, there's dragons. Yeah, there's, there, for the love of God, there's dragons. Um, but yeah, and Jason Momoa, he's he he's in it, at least in the first season. But uh, it, you I'm know what? Gonna, it's, been like 15, it's been like 15 years. He dies. Uh, so, yeah, if you didn't know that, well, you, you're fine. You'll be fine. You, he's in Aquaman. He didn't actually die. Um, so I don't know, man. I just started watching the show, and Rinky Dinklage is in it. Um, and I'm sure that if we ever do get famous, he'll be pissed at us, but whatever. At that point, I, I'm sure that uh, the amount I care will be in short supply. Was that mean? That was probably me. I'm sorry. I'm not sorry. I'm an asshole. Anyway, so anyway, I started with yeah, Rinky Dinklage. What's his name again? Peter, right? Okay, yeah. Anyway, I will say this though about Peter Dinklage in that show, he's fantastic. Oh yeah, he's he really actor. is, man. That like I like his character. I question if he's not a hole in real life though. It does seem oh, like I, he oh, totally could bro. be. We like read a, a sto- we read a story about how he's pissed off that dwarves are going to be playing the part of the seven dwarves. Oh, yeah. So, of course, he's a dick. You you made your living off being a dwarf. That was really loud. Sorry about that clipping. But he did. I mean, the whole point, like, his big shtick in Game of Thrones is the fact that he's a dwarf. It is. It truly is. So, I'm like, bro, you make your millions off of being a dwarf, and now you're going to keep other dwarves from making some money on Disney? Come on, man. Yeah, right. Why you got to hold a brother down? That seems like a messed up way of doing things. Anyway, that's neither here nor there. Uh, What I'm getting at is this. I might have wasted some time. It's a pretty good show. Uh, it's like medieval times, and I there's some. It's a it's a typical HBO show. 
So the sex scenes in it. DNA. Yeah, and they're, you know, um, animated. You know, everyone's very animated with their uh, voices and actions, actions and mannerisms. Yeah. yeah, and I was like, wow, this is, I'll, I'm trying to keep my kids asleep. And this, <laughs> I got to turn this down, bro. I'll say this as well. I thought the same thing whenever I was watching it. They do start toning that down a little bit more in the later seasons because yeah. it gets more focused on the story. Yeah, I think in the beginning that was part of what was drawing people to it is like this it, also has this. Yeah, it's also it. a, a <laughs> flick. I mean, yeah, it also has nudity and, and sex in it, which yeah. that always is a draw for some people. It brings yeah. in certain demos, so Brings. they did. Yeah, we're talking to you, Sinner. <laughs> but, <laughs> sorry, sorry, I had to. I'm, I'm sorry. But, uh, <laughs> it's funny. Yeah, but as the show moves on, I, did, I quit watching it myself, so I didn't really keep up with it either. But yeah. I do know they did start toning down, and it does get a little A less. little more into, the, like... It's more violent, it's, really, is what it leans heavier on the violence. I'm, I'm good with that. I love violence. Yeah, I mean, think last season, Sons of Anarchy, Jax Teller violence. Oh, really? It's just like, man, brutal. What? Yeah, I think you. Well, hold on. Well, can we talk about this? You don't even know me. It's like, no, I'm killing you. And he'd be like, yeah. You, know, you want to know the most violent TV show that was ever on? It was Dragon the, Tales. I don't even know what Dragon Tales is. So it's a, like a PBS show. Oh, was it? Okay. <laughs> no, honestly, it was uh, the kill count was incredible, and it was uh, the original Star Trek, uh, starring William Shatner. Because Ensign Ricky was gonna die every episode. We got to make an away team. It's gonna be Spock, McCoy, Kirk, and Ensign Ricky. Yeah. The old red shirt Ricky. He's gonna die. A lizard person's gonna eat him, or whatever. I don't know. Um, Lizard people? Shut yeah. up, Alex Jones. <laughs> yeah. Well, then they're going to trans up the frogs and, uh, you know, Nancy Pelosi's in on the whole thing. So, yeah, I don't know. Anyway. Um, hey, guys, I'll tell you what. Uh, I know it's kind of been a random, like, you know, you know what? We can just call this episode My Incredible Thoughts. Because spell it T-H-O-T-S. <laughs> we are not. <laughs> yeah, we're not doing that. That's terrible. Uh, Both that- of our wives would boycott <laughs> our podcast. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Wait, thoughts. Random oh. thoughts. Uh-uh. Oh, that's disrespectful. We're not doing that. But anyway, um, thanks for sticking with the show, guys. Uh, sorry for it being a couple weeks. Brandon and I have missed each other. We've missed doing the show, uh, and we're going to just keep it going from here on out. If you are a regular listener, man, hey, thank you guys so much. And please reach out to us. Ask us a question. Hey, you can ask me, like, hey, have you ever considered shutting up? I'll have a... I'll have a quick answer. No. Yeah, I'll have a quick answer for you. No. And then I'll go into a long, drawn out reason of why I won't. Uh, But we can have some fun anyway. And I'll call you out, call you an idiot, or, you know, whatever. It'll be be a good time. We'll have you on the show. Uh, So, you know, we want to interact, is the whole point I'm getting at here, guys. I know I joke around a lot, but. We want to interact with you, so please reach out if you will. Uh, if not, whatever, find us on the socials, like us, follow us, uh, download our podcast anywhere you want to. You don't even have to listen to it. Just download it so we can get some monies. All right? Love you guys. Thank you. From BT, from myself, we bid you good night. Good night.